from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Well, top of the morning to you. <laughs> Welcome to the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Straight up and down 7 o'clock. We're glad you're with us as we welcome you into the program. It's your first word in sports. And I hope that... We are the first to say happy Halloween to you. You guys, are you big Halloween guys as we say good morning to Ward Whites? Yes. Love Halloween. I did when I was 16, 15. I mean, you know, eight or nine. You know, we used to have have parties on Halloween, you know, balloon, water balloon fights and that kind of fun stuff. And then when you're a kid, you trick-or-treated. As adults dressing up, I was watching football games all weekend long, and adults were dressed up, and I'm like, what are you doing? Let your kid dress up. That's, I don't know. Halloween parties are fun. As adults? Yeah. What do you do? You know, Bob for an apple? I mean, what the hell do you do? You go have adult parties. Oh, all right. I'm sitting there thinking about sitting on the front porch and the doorbell ringing 87 times tonight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I got your are you? Pre- yeah, we're prepared. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. we're good Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts or whatever we, you know, readiness. There's readiness at the house, trust me. Got all the candy ready to go. Do you have a favorite Halloween candy? No. I do. I will tell you this. That's the one thing I do like about it. I love that. What is it? Uh, candy corn? Ooh. You don't like candy corn? Not me. Get out. Do you like candy corn, Ward? <laughs> no. I, are you guys kidding me? Never liked it. I was listening to uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max just a minute ago, and they were ranking their top five candy bars. And I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh but my top five candy bars has nothing to do with Halloween. I mean, I'm telling you right. In no particular order, I, I would do uh, Payday, Butterfingers, Snickers, Reese's, Buttercups. You know, I don't know if that's considered a candy bar, but you know what it I'm is. talking about. It's packaged. And then I don't really have a fifth, I don't guess. Those top four. Maybe maybe a Three Musketeers, something like that. Okay. But I'm telling you, I could sit there and eat candy corn Oh, just love that stuff. Nope. I got one place for it. Where? Right there. No, he's pointing at the trash can, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, 254-662-1660. CNC Collision Center text line. Yay, just a simple yay or nay on candy corn. You don't like it? No. And you don't like it either? I've never had. I thought I had friends. <laughs> I thought I worked with my buddies. Are you kidding me? Not even close. So you don't, you don't, you have a, just a craving for it every once in a while? No, I'm not eating it. Terrible. Oh, for the love of Pete! It's like saying you don't like what is it uh, at Christmas time? The the white stuff is that Divinity? Mm-hmm. Love that stuff. Do you like that? Yeah. 
Are you are you good? Is that okay with you? What is divinity? Oh my gosh! Get out! Yeah, that's good stuff. Mom used to make that all the time. That, it's it's just this white glob of sugar, of sugar. Oh. <laughs> and, and a oh. speck of pecan here and there. <laughs> it's so good. It's so when it comes to, good. When it comes to Christmas, I'm a big eggnog guy. I really like eggnog. That's disgusting. What eggnog is? You know, like Christmas absolutely milk. The nastiest oh. stuff. Well, you you saw Chevy Chase spit it out or what? <laughs> that's a great movie watched it saturday night (laughs) did you really Mm -hmm. twice oh boy Uh, i was putting up the tree no you weren't oh yeah trees up so you you were you were putting up the christmas tree and watching that movie Mm -hmm. and not watching the bears and the red raiders no i watched the bears and red raiders afterwards oh okay late saturday so let me tell you how I had to watch Baylor in Texas Tech. And I watched every stinking snap, baby. Uh, we were at a function, believe it or not, at the Baylor Club Saturday night. And uh, it's a fundraiser for the uh, uh, Robinson Education Foundation. So we, we, we attended that deal. And I'm at the Baylor Club. I said, surely there's televisions. There was one way down at the other end of the hall. So... I <laughs> I got a a uh, I don't even know what I used. I think I used a, a, a an extra glass or something and propped my tele uh, my phone up and I watched the game with the sound down because I was right at, my table was right next to the podium. So I I mean you know I kind of put the phone at an angle and I watched every stinking minute of that football game. So that's how I watched Baylor and Texas Tech Saturday night. We'll get into that game here uh, in in just a few minutes. So hang on, see. Let's see what if it's it's it's. Good morning, gentlemen. Let's see what's this one say. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I know y'all are going to talk about how big the win for Baylor was, and the Cowboys played well. But need to need to learn in the NFL, you cannot shut it down when you're up by twenty one, and that. Yeah, and that's a great point. Uh, but the craziest sports moments this weekend was uh, Ron Chastain at Martinsville, uh, and that may rejuvenate NASCAR. I don't know what he's talking about. I'll be painfully honest. I was so tuned into football this weekend. I don't know what he's talking about, and maybe he did something great. And I do agree with him. I thought the Cowboys did kind of, but what a start. What a start. For Dallas, I mean, did anybody anticipate? I thought they'd win. I thought they would take care of the Bears pretty handily. But I didn't know that they would go out and just precision-like go up and down the field three straight times. No. And look that good. I mean, they were terrific. And look, let's let's be honest. Every time Chicago made a little run, Dallas would answer that run. The game, I know that they got it to, what, 28-23? Yes. But at 28-23, did you ever feel like you were going to lose the game? No. No. Just didn't. Just didn't. And the Bears spent so much energy getting it to 28-23. Uh, so we'll dive into that a little bit today. Uh, Jerry Hill's going to join us. We'll break down the Baylor game today. Uh, and we're we're going to get Matt Walters from the Kansas State Radio Network on the program. Kansas State took Oklahoma State out behind the barn Holy moly, 
I thought Kansas State would play Oklahoma State tough, thought they may even win at home. But nobody saw that coming, did they? No, I don't think so. How could you? That was a, that was a beatdown deluxe. It was just, I don't know. And, and I'll tell you this. I, that is why I absolutely love the Big 12 this year. You have no clue what is going on in this league from game to game, day to day, week to week. I mean, you just don't. You know, there was a stat the other day that talked about how the home teams have been uh, have been dominant in the Big 12, and they have. Well, if you go back and check the Big 12 this weekend, four games, three road team wins. Four games, three road team wins. That's it. I mean, so it, it flipped on its ear again. Uh, Kansas State was the only home team to win, and boy, did they ever. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. And Oh, by the way, did you see it started to, 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 to kind of leak out that, that Brett Yormark, the new commissioner of the Big 12, it, it looks like they're just about ready to, to dot the I's and cross the T's on a new television package. That is really, really impressive for the Big 12 that keeps the Big 12 with ESPN and Fox and really increases the revenue for these programs. And it's about a five- or six-year deal. Uh, I think I saw on The Athletic this morning. That's that's pretty darn impressive that you can get the job, jump in, and then jump ahead of the Pac-12. What does that really mean that they got it down ahead of the Pac-12? Other than it has, it secures them for the, you know, they got what, two years left on this deal and then five or six on the new deal that for the next seven or eight years, you're pretty secure? That's probably it. And I mean, I it, it means you don't have to add anybody at this point if you don't feel like it, the, that you need to, but you still can. But you're, you're already set. You're not having to add somebody to, to, make that package even better. Um, other than that, I, I I think it's good for the league. Get it out of the way. Well, and does it take away does it take away time, you know, from the Pac twelve? Do those do those telecasts that are going to be Big Twelve telecasts, do they take away from what the Pac twelve could possibly do? The new deal negotiated uh, by recently hired Brett Yormark, will average $380 million per year, an average payout of nearly $31.7 million per school for an expanded 12-member conference, you know, with the new, with the new programs coming in. Uh, Big 12's TV rights revenue believed to be $28 million per school. And, you know, at, at one point it was believed to be that Texas and Oklahoma was about 50% of the value of the Big 12 television package. Well, that's clearly not the case. They're leaving and he got the league he got uh, the league schools a raise. Uh Big 12 members approaching 50 million in annual distribution. The conference distributed a record 42.6 million per school in 2021-2022. And now you're approaching 50 million. So Seven and a half million more per school with Texas and Oklahoma not in the mix. 
And, you know, the, this, uh, the Big 12's current rights run through 2024-2025. Uh, they, they certainly did leapfrog the Pac-12. But uh, it's, you know, <laughs> I, I think it's phenomenal. And it, and it gives you security. You got two years left on this deal, and then then you got the new deal. It just gives you security, I think, and uh, and lets you lock in and, and go to work. And then you know what? If you want new programs, you want to add a couple, you certainly can if you so choose, if it makes sense. So good stuff. So uh, and we'll get Jerry Hill's thoughts on that as well uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour. All right, it is a seven twelve twelve minutes after seven. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. I'm I'm just I'm I'm taken aback that you guys don't like candy corn. So if you don't like the greatest Halloween candy ever, Ugh. what do you like at Halloween? Is there a different candy that you would eat at Halloween that you wouldn't normally eat? Um, probably not. All right. Yeah, there's nothing like uniquely Halloween. Or a unique can, candy from Halloween, like candy corn, that only pops up this time of year that I can think of. I'm a big chocolate guy, so that's what I usually go for. Well, good for you. <laughs> candy corn stinks. Come on, Warden. You'd stop it. Insulting that great candy. And it's not just for Halloween. It just happens. I mean... I mean, you get to have that out at Christmas and everything. I mean, and it's in a little bowl, and you just walk by, and you just get a big old scoop of it, and uh, good stuff. Mm-mm. Good stuff. I don't even know that. Does it Does it even come in little individual packages? I'm not even I'm sure. I'm sure it does. I just know that it comes in big old tubs, and, and you put it in this, you know, some silly glass thing, and then you just walk by and get you a big old scoop of it. I mean, that's that's how it's supposed to roll. No, thank you. Not I. All right. What do you like at Halloween? Help us out. 254-662-1660. Are you guys doing anything tonight? I mean, I Passing guess I'm... out candy. Are you? I'll be taking my little brother out trick-or-treating. You, you, that's your responsibility? I mean, or do you just well, like to do it? He likes it when I take it. Yeah, him. and he'll have a darn bag, too. You watch. Mm-hmm. I might. I might? <laughs> I would if I could. <laughs> Get away with it. <laughs> All right. We'll be sitting on the front porch watching because we there's a lot of kids in our neighborhood and it'll be do you, fun. Do you pass out the what do you pass out? Uh, she bought these variety bags that has a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And okay. I hope it's still there because I was left alone yesterday <laughs> just saying while the games were on. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> But I did. Get, I was smart enough to get rid of the evidence. It went to the big trash can outside. There you go. Not the trash can inside. Mm-hmm. You know, the you take the grocery sack, plastic bag, grocery sack, <laughs> and you put the little individual wrappers in there, tie it up really nice and tight, <laughs> and go distribute it in the big trash can outside. Very that nice. way you don't get caught. Yes. Don't leave me alone. It's yeah. not my fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not my fault. All right, 7.15, we're off and running. We'll talk about Baylor and Tech. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. 
Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com my house has a new glow i love my windows universal windows direct with replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now call universal windows direct today when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years and they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. Shapen under center on second and goal from the nine. Fake the handoff to Quaylen Jones. Shapen to throw to the end zone. Ooh. Hal Presley, did he get it? Hal Presley, touchdown Baylor! Hal Presley from Blake Shapen for nine yards and a Baylor score on their first possession of the third quarter. That uh, that uh, call, courtesy of the uh, Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, John Morse, obviously on the call there, and yeah, the Bears go to Lubbock and and get the win. Were you surprised by the football game and how the game unfolded, Ward and Ryan as well? Yeah, a little bit. 
What 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 was the, your your big takeaway from that game? That Coach Aranda and his staff outcoached the staff from Texas Tech, top to bottom in every phase of the game. In how I mean, how, how, any, just, just what they did defensively to them couldn't they couldn't get anything going uh, offensively uh, for the Baylor offense. They had the schemes where. The defense for Tech was confused at times. You could tell that they they didn't exactly know what was heading their way, and special teams were sound for Baylor. I, I just looked, and I went, okay, time of possession, 40 minutes, 17 seconds for Baylor, 19 minutes, 43 seconds for Texas Tech. That's all you need to say. And that was their game plan, too. Absolutely it was. Absolutely it was. We talked about it all mm-hmm. week long that – Joey McGuire wanted to snap the football 100 times, that they wanted to play at a tempo that was just wide open, foot on the gas. Couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They they didn't have the ball enough to do it. And they weren't successful on first down, to, you know, to kind of kick start that thing. Look, they were those three quarterbacks combined for 12 for 38 and five picks. Five mm. picks. I mean, every statistic you can look that you could think to look at, Baylor won. They won time of possession. They won total offense. Uh, they won. Uh, they won the interception battle. They won the sack battle. You know, the, I mean, just everything that you could think of, they won, and they won the line of scrimmage. Make no mistake about it. They won the line of scrimmage. Richard R- Richard Reese, thirty six carries, and one hundred and forty eight yards. That's that's another thirty plus opportunity. It's another hundred plus opportunity in, in two consecutive weeks. And Shapin was good, nineteen of thirty, two hundred and eleven yards. And uh, did you see, early in the game he slid and came up short? I don't know if you guys noticed that, but he mm-hmm. slid came up. Did you notice that after that he didn't slide? No, I mean he went he, head first. he went head first and he went and got first downs. Pretty cool to see. Uh, it was just a complete game. I, I was, I'm trying to find the number of, of snaps, total number of plays in, on my stat sheet here, and I was looking at it this morning, but I, th- I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of like 80 or 78 for, for Texas Tech. Nowhere near that 100 mark, uh, Ward, and they just never could get going. Now, they did run the ball. Tech was able to run the ball. They had, you know, a, they had, a, I think, 100. Couple, you know, they had one guy over 100 yards, another guy at 66, 70 no, yards, something like that. Because what Bader was giving them. I mean, they were giving them the run. They were in that shell coverage, and they went to that man coverage, which absolutely totally blew their mind. I don't I don't know why you can't yeah. figure out that they're in man, but they couldn't figure it out. But Gave them different looks, gave yeah. them different stunts. And, and so, you know, they, they said, hey, if you want to run the ball, we'll give you that. We're, we're, we're not going to get beat deep and – we're not going to get beat across the middle, and they didn't. Tech snapped it 74 times. 26 snaps shy of their goal of 100. Yeah, yeah, but out of those 74, there weren't 50 productive snaps. No. I mean, there just wasn't. Yet, with all that said, it's dominant as the stat sheet shows in the third quarter, Tech's in the football game. It, they're a touchdown behind Baylor. Mm-hmm. A, they were seven points down. Uh, Never really felt like that they were in the game, though. You didn't? No. Boy, I did. When 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 Baylor fumbled and they went and scored, 
and look, they scored on a fourth down and what, fourth and nine, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of missed tackles, and, and Barron was able to get into the end zone. Uh, boy, I thought they were back in the football game. And I'm like, how can Baylor play this well, and yet it's, a, it's they're back in the football game? But they were, I thought. Anyway, but to Baylor's credit, they went and answered that touchdown. They, I mean, and that was the thing that they did. You know, one of the things that we talked about all week long was playing four quarters. And I think they did. Uh, I mean, look, they came out early in the third quarter, got a takeaway, went and scored. And I just I just felt like, you know, that Baylor was able to, to be productive throughout the football game. They outscored Texas Tech in every quarter with the exception of the third. It was 14-7 to Tech in the third quarter. But Baylor outscored Tech in every quarter except for that third quarter. I just thought they played a complete game. And, and again, with that wide zone, we talked about them running the football. They ran the football, and, and they ran it very effectively. And here's Dave Aranda after the game. Yeah, I th- you know, I think init- initially, beginning of the year, there was just um, – you know, learning of, of uh, how to finish runs and you know how to how to hit the line of scrimmage and what the expectation was and just all of it. And I think you know they've gotten better and better and better, more confident. And then I think the O line's really taken a liking to both of them because they know that they're going to uh, grind out an extra two or three yards and all of it. And so it's it's grown and you know I think our running game is getting to where it needs to be. Baylor ran the ball 59 times. 59 times uh, on Saturday night. And, and I think it's pretty clear that Richard Reese is now RB1. And there's been a search all season long. I mean, you've seen different guys. You've seen Richard Reese come in third uh, in the rotation. Uh, not too terribly long ago, a couple of weeks ago, he was the third guy into the game behind Squirrel and, and some, you know, and, and, and Quaylen. And, and look, Quaylen played well. Eight carries, thirty-nine yards. It's four point eight a carry. Will you take that from your your uh, your number two guy? Yeah, sure. Four over four and a half yards a pop. I think you will. So uh, very effective in the running game, which I think allows you to throw the football. And uh, Shapin was nineteen to thirty, two eleven, one touchdown. He was only sacked one time, so uh, pass protect was there, and they were able to run the football. And uh, they ran it for about a four-yard average. Boy, you do that, you're you're going to – and that's what the – is this the second consecutive week that they've had 40 minutes of time of possession? I think they did that against Kansas, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. When you when you play keep away like that, you got a great chance to win. And, again, we were wondering, well, McGuire and his staff, they know what you do. Uh particularly on the defensive side of the football. Well, here's Dave Aranda talking about Baylor's defense. Yeah, you know, I think there's there was, uh, well, first of all, just a lot of credit goes to Ron Roberts and that defensive staff. I know that they, they were, um, you know, in uh, meetings and studying and all of it. I mean, it was a long week, um, and so... You know, they came up with a great plan. There was a lot of, uh, of uh, or there was more match coverage, you know, single high, tight, man-to-man-ish type coverage than we've ever had and haven't haven't had, you know, since we've been here. 
And so I think the quarterback held the ball a lot during those those. And then we had some new fronts and some new uh, patterns and rushes. And so um, things kind of really opened up a lot for us on defense. And, you know, it was probably time for all that to happen. And uh, it was good that we had success off of it. Do you do that because the guy on the other side knows you so well? Do you do that because when you self-scout, you say, hey, we've become predictable? Do you do that because the style of offense in which you're playing against? Uh, and, and that's look, the air raid's a little different animal than, than what you see uh, from other people. So wh- why, do you, why do you tweak what you're doing like they did? D, all the above. Everything, everything above. And, and they did, and it, and, and it clearly it was effective. Uh, and I, and I don't know if you guys felt the same way. I just felt the secondary had a little more aggression. It was we're going to go make a play. If we get beat, we get beat. If there's a pi, there's a pi. But we're going to go make a play. And, and they did. Uh, you know. Now some of those throws were, <laughs> let's be honest, they were bad throws. They were terrible. Yeah. But then some were jumping routes and, and, and getting in, you know, and fighting and scraping for the football. So defensively, they, I mean, they just said, hey, you, you're, if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to go take it from us. And I think that was kind of the mentality that Baylor played with Saturday night. And boy, it's, you, you haven't seen a ton of that this year. But I, Ward, we talked about the back end being young and inexperienced, and well, now you're seven or eight games into this thing. They're starting to grow up in front of in front of our eyes a little bit. And well, I thought that they played really, really well that back end. They did. They played exceptionally well. Of course, the front end getting the pressure allows you to do. Oh, does it ever allows you to do that? Uh, and and from t- and I just want to get a quick thought. I know we're up against the clock, but does Tech need to settle on a on a guy? They ran three guys out there at quarterback. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's better if you do, but, I mean, if you have no idea, the only way you're going to find out is rolling them out there. Well, good gracious, we're eight games into this thing. I know. But <laughs> one of them has not been able to play until now. Right, Chuck. Uh, and I just, I was just kind of curious. I mean, the, the way, you know, it's like, okay – you're trying to see if you can go get something going. That's your turn to see if you can go get something going. Yeah, it and was it was a bad it's a bad idea. I, I I think so. I mean, but you know, who am I? Uh all right, seven twenty nine. Uh good win for the Bears. We'll talk more about it coming up in just a couple of minutes. Jerry Hill will be here and we'll talk about Baylor and Texas Tech and we'll talk about the Big Twelve in general. We'll do that in just a couple of minutes. But right now it's time for the Cowboy Report. Brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out today at RichardCarr.com. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. No Zeke, no problem. Tony Pollard runs wild in the Cowboys' 49-29 win over the Bears. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys. 
and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Dak Prescott ran for a score and threw touchdown strikes to C.D. Lamb and Jake Ferguson in yesterday's Cowboys 49-29 home win over the Bears. But the star of the show was Tony Pollard, who, starting in place of an injured Zeke Elliott, ran for 131 yards and three touchdowns. Post-game, Pollard credited Kellen Moore's game plan. It felt like we had pretty good success, you know, with running and throwing the ball today. So just we wanted to keep the defense guessing, you know, just switch up the tempo, go fast, go slow, and just keep them on their toes. Michael Parsons got in on the scoring, returning a fumble 36 yards for a touchdown, and the defense sacked Justin Fields four times. Dallas improves to 6-2, and two, heading into the bye week in second place, tied with the Giants in the NFC East. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Tony Pollard led the Cowboys with 131 yards on 14 carries and three touchdowns in a 49-29 win over Chicago. That improves the Cowboys' record to 6-2. The Texans, meanwhile, dropped a 17-10 decision to Tennessee to fall to 1-5-1. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Cleveland hosts Cincinnati. The World Series continues tonight with Game 3 in Philadelphia. Lance McCullers is scheduled to start for the Astros against the Phillies' Noah Syndergaard. The series is tied at one game each. In the NBA last night, the Mavericks beat Orlando 114-105. San Antonio top Minnesota 107-98. And the Rockets dropped a 124-109 decision to Phoenix. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. All right, 734. Let's do indeed get a view from the hill let's welcome into the program jerry hill jerry good morning how are we good morning tommy how are you terrific uh what a what a great saturday night for the bears in uh, in lubbock it was a fun one at least turned out that way um you know that was one i know they were worried about i think pretty much everybody was worried about you know the atmosphere and all that and just mm-hmm. everything going on you know seeing coach mcguire again there were just so many things that could distract you, and I don't think they were. No, and we we were. I was just looking. 
Baylor was pretty dominant in in pretty much all of the statistics that you would look at, you know, but yet in the third quarter, it's a one score game. I, I just thought that was strange. Yeah, um, you know, the Baylor had the one turnover and they, they capitalized on that. And at that point, you know, I think Tech had only maybe turned it over once or twice and, and Baylor did capitalize there in the third quarter, but, you know, weren't able to, I think, in the first half. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're sitting there and, and at that point, um, Baylor had to respond, you know, kind of the mm-hmm. way they did against Kansas just a little bit earlier. Um, you're you're down to a one score game, and and you know the momentum has definitely shifted. They had scored back to back touchdowns, and you had to respond, and you did. You know, eleven plays, seventy five yards, drove it down there. And and Tom, I think they had um, five possessions where they were four minutes or over. Um, so I think it was five of their eleven, and then there was one that was like three fifty eight. So they they completely controlled the clock. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it did get down to a one score game. But they responded and then, you know, finished with 21 straight points. Does it feel like that this running game's finally on track to where that they they want it to be, to where they can rely on it to open up everything else? I, I think so, Ward, and I think it starts with the offensive line. You know, we've talked about that since the beginning of the year, and I think those guys are are finally playing like what you thought they could. You know, Khalil Keith has come back, and I think that's made a difference he's now at right tackle in place of Gavin Byer so I think that's made a difference and yeah I mean I think when they can you know dominate up front and you know create the holes I remember uh, Blake Shapin in the this game talking about you know sometimes I just turned into a fan I would I would hand the ball off and just watch this huge hole and then it was I mean there were several times where it was a big hole uh, Richard Reese is so good though at hitting it hard like he he gets to the hole and just gets through there really fast. So I, I think that makes a big difference. And it's funny, Ward, that we're sitting here and, and talking about the running game, and, and you've got the two guys at the beginning of the year that you thought this would be maybe your one and two, Tay McWilliams and Squirrel. Uh, Tay McWilliams and Squirrel. Um, neither one of them are playing right now. So, you know, you're doing it with the guys that, you know, might have been your third, fourth, and fifth options. Um, so yeah, I, 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 but I do think it is to that point and, and I think they need the running game to work like that. One of the things that we had talked about on many occasions is having a true RB one. I, I think mm-hmm. that's, I think that deal's done. Uh, and I yeah, think I you, <laughs> yeah, when, that, that deal's done. Yeah, when you have a guy that gets 31, uh, you know, 31 carries one week, 36 the next, uh, and I believe he had 39 touches in this game. I don't think there's a dispute about RB1. Quaylen, you know, was able to get in there late and, and score a touchdown, and, and he's he's good. I mean, he's, he's more of their power back, I guess, a little bit. But, um, you know, both those guys, they kind of complement each other. Quaylen's a good receiver as well. So, yeah, I, I, no question that Richard Reese, your freshman, is the RB1. And, and uh, I, I had to go back and check yesterday, Tom, Shock Linwood set the record, uh, the freshman record, uh, back in, I think, 2013 or 14, and it was 881, I believe, and uh, Richard's sitting there right at 800 yards with uh, four games to play. So I think he might break that freshman record. <laughs> yeah, with, and, you know, we, you, you mentioned Quaylen. I, I He's just the perfect complement. I mean, here's a guy that, that, that came in and, and produced 4.8 yards per carry, 
when he was giving Richard Reese a break or when they needed him in a different different situation. But so when you've got that one two combination, you're in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know Squirrel they said was ready to go this last week, uh, and you know maybe just didn't feel like they needed him. I know Quaylen kind of got banged up a little bit there late. Uh, Jordan Jenkins might have even come in for one or two plays, but um, you know you know when you get Squirrel back. Um, it's another option and it's kind of a different option than, than maybe either one of those two. So uh, it would be good to have, you know, all three of those guys, but you know, like I said, uh, right now, I think RB one is no doubt. The secondary being able to discover, disguise their coverages was a, was a big plus for the bears, but that pass rush really put the three tech quarterbacks in harm's way and, and not just able to find, any open receivers on Saturday night. Did did they do something differently up front, do you think? Or was it just they're being able to dominate that offensive line of tech? They did do some different things and and Ward not being a coach, I couldn't tell you exactly what it was, but uh I know that Matt Jones said they ran some stuff that they haven't run all year. They put in some stuff basically this week. And, uh, you know, and I, I do, I think it's certainly through tech for a loop and, and you're right. I mean, until they're late, they, I think they only had three sacks and then they sacked Tyler Shuff three times on that last series. But, um, even when they weren't getting sacks, they were getting a lot of pressure and, and, you know, we've talked about it before, but, you know, interceptions and, and even, you know, the whole pass defense, again, it starts up front, you know, it sounds like a broken record, but I think that is where it starts for Baylor is when you can get pressure and you, you can dominate up front. Um, I, you know, I think that's where it starts and that's how you get, you know, five interceptions. So uh, yeah, I think that goes to, I think that goes to the defensive line and I think it goes to Ron Roberts and that defensive staff for, for what they did, you know, getting ready for that tech game. They they got off the field, the offense got on the field, and the offense stayed on the field. I know Joy McGuire said that they wanted to snap it 70, uh, 100 times. They snapped it 74 times. Jerry, this is the second consecutive week that the offense was able to dominate time of possession over 40 minutes compared to uh, Tech's 19 minutes and 43 seconds. When you do that, you're going to win the football game. Right. They just didn't have the ball. I mean, you know, when you like you said, when you can get them off the field on third downs, and then you control the clock like that. Um, I do think they wound up with 12 possessions. Um, Tech did, but, you know, didn't really do a lot with it. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, that's two straight. W- you just don't see that. I don't think maybe even less in college football. I remember um, the Colts winning a game when they, you know, the other team had 40 minutes. But you just don't see that very much. So, uh, yeah, Baylor being able to just hold on to the ball and keep it away. I think that was a big key for this game. Let's talk about the the Big 12 in its totality. We all saw Kansas State taking Oklahoma State to the woodshed, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, That was a weird one. And that was the one game where it was like, wow, what's what's the deal there? Because, you know, and I, I remember looking going in, and I think the biggest spread for the week was TCU by seven and a half. And that one really was nip and tuck right to, right there to the end until they scored. And, and Tom, I don't know if you noticed, but they scored on fourth down. They went for it on fourth and actually actually made it and scored a touchdown. But, no, the I, Oklahoma State, I don't know what, you know, and Spencer Sanders went out in that game as well, but that was late. So, yeah, K-State's defense is really good. 
but I didn't think they'd throw a shutout and certainly didn't think they'd beat them 48 nothing. Jerry, I mean, is this I mean, for me and I don't I don't know how you feel, but for me, I, this has been just an absolute blast to watch and cover this league because you truly have no clue what is going to take place from week to week. You can't go, okay, that's a win. That's an easy right. W for that team. It, it, that those don't exist. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's what you kind of hope for, not as coaches maybe, but I think as fans, that's that is what you want. You want a you want a league where you really don't know from game to game, week to week who's going to win. Um I think maybe we should know by now that TCU's probably going to win. They're pretty good. I no. I I just, you know, I've doubted them most of the year, but man, those guys are good. And I really thought that was not even a trap game. I thought that was going to be a really tough game at Morgantown, and it was. I mean, West Virginia was right there. They they uh, they were down three and had the ball and just didn't do anything with it. Um, they're late. You know, if they if they could have gone down there and kicked a field goal or maybe even scored a touchdown, could have won that game. But again, TCU took care of business and won. So they're maybe you know, and I think K State's kind of getting to that point. But uh, those two teams kind of maybe have separated themselves a little bit. But, I, you know, going into this week, who knows? I mean, I think Texas plays at K-State, and I believe Texas is favored in that game. So, again, it's, it's, it's a weird one. Um, every week, you just don't know. You mentioned TCU's kind of separated, but could you see their opponent in the championship game having two losses? Oh, I think at least two losses. I mean, I, I definitely think that could happen and, and probably will happen. The only way it doesn't is if K-State wins. Yeah, out. yeah, true. And, yeah, so I'm not – I don't think that will happen. Um, or I do think that will happen. I think I think the their opponent has at least two losses. And, you know, TCU could still have some coming. They've got games, I believe, at Texas and at Baylor, um, you know, to finish the year. So, I mean, they've got – they've still got some tough ones to go. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know, Tommy, I mean, I, you know, as soon as I think something's going to happen, it's probably not. (laughs) And I was just looking clearly the win for Baylor puts them right back in the mix. Yeah. I mean, you went out and you're, you're right there. And and the thing that, the thing that you like is that the two teams ahead of you, K-State and TCU, you still got on their schedule. You still got on your schedule. Um, now, it is a killer schedule when you look at it now. I don't know that anybody would have seen that um, at the start of the year, but, you know, even K-State and TCU at home, um, those are those are really tough games, and then your two road games are at Oklahoma and at Texas. So they don't have an easy one left. Not that there have been any easy ones, but, um, yeah, I mean, they can get in the, the picture. They're in the picture, but, uh, you know, it's gonna be it's going to be a tough road. Hey, uh, I appreciate your time as always. What do you got coming up? Well, uh, we do a deal, and I, you know, I don't know how many people see this or what, but we uh, we had started a deal three or four years ago where it's called Champions Tribune. It's kind of off of the Players Tribune um, that that they do. Um, we have athletes that actually write their stories, and uh, and and so Kara McGee from volleyball. That story I'll be coming. I believe it'll be posted on Thursday. She did a story about just kind of her journey and, and, you know, now she's playing with her sister Elise on the volleyball team. So that'll be a good one to watch for on Thursday. Where can they find that at Jerry? That's at BaylorBears.com. Uh, and we'll have uh, another hall of fame story uh, this week. I believe we're doing Quentin Aglehart summers from track, unless we can get the elusive RG three uh, finally, <laughs> finally, cause we've been trying for about three weeks now. 
There you go. Hey, hey, you know what? I was just thinking it's Halloween. Uh, we, we just had a great conversation. Let me buy you lunch today. I'm going to buy you some barbecue today. Is that okay? Tommy, you you're you can always, and you're so generous. I, I, I love that about you. <laughs> As always, Jerry, it's, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your yeah. time. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Appreciate See you later. We got a press conference later today. Uh, Seven forty-seven coming up. We've got uh, we got to look at our high school results. Ward, I think we're going to be. You, you, first of all, I think I think young uh, Ryan here got tired of us telling 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 the truth that he's been pencil whipping the results. Mm-hmm. So he gave a, he threw you and I a bone this week. And gave us some positive results, just oh. to just to make it look like even it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Disguise so, it. Yeah, you know. So we'll get into that here. And not that they had a bad day, he, he and Aaron, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that coming up in a few minutes. Uh, we are uh, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and we're brought to you by our good friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943 at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They have built their reputation one customer at a time. They're Central Texas's largest largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, and so much more. They carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches for all of your fencing needs. Uh, also, square tubing, one half inch to six inches for all your weekend projects. And, uh, you know, if you're trying to put the finishing touches on those deer stands and getting ready for deer season, they can help you out there as well. Uh, if you're building a metal building or a barn dominium and you need some help getting started, talk to the fine folks at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They'll be uh, more than happy to help you find the best contractor for that particular project. They deliver and they unload. Just one of the great services available at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, they got that new location coming soon, but right now they continue to, to do business down in Bryan and at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5. So they uh, they are open for business as we speak. And they'll, uh, they're open on Saturdays, 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, 
you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, and at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Are you frustrated with rising cost of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Tony Pollard led the Cowboys with 131 yards on 14 carries and three touchdowns in a 49-29 win over Chicago. That improves the Cowboys' record to 6-2. The Texans, meanwhile, dropped a 17-10 decision to Tennessee to fall to 1-5-1. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Cleveland hosts Cincinnati. The World Series continues tonight with Game 3 in Philadelphia. Lance McCullers is scheduled to start for the Astros against the Phillies' Noah Syndergaard. The series is tied at one game each. In the NBA last night, the Mavericks beat Orlando 114-105. San Antonio topped Minnesota 107-98. And the Rockets dropped a 124-109 decision to Phoenix. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, 7.53 drive safely. Tell me how you really feel, Ward. Uh, it's, a, it's a Monday morning. Tom Ward and, and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. We've talked uh, a lot about uh, uh, Baylor and Big 12 football. We'll get to some more uh, Big 12 football when uh, Matt Walters from Kansas State joins us a little later on in the broadcast. But right now, we're going to switch gears for just a second. We're going to uh, dive into some high school football coverage uh, and talk a little bit about that. And then we'll get to uh, John Morris in today's Baylor Sports Beat program coming up in just a couple of minutes. So we got all kinds of stuff coming your way. And uh, we'll also at the top of the hour talk more Cowboys football with you as well. Right now, Ryan, give us give us a uh, just kind of an overview of what happened over the weekend in high school football. So across our Pick them games from last week. We'll start with Tom's game as they got their second one of the year over Cleburne University last Thursday night. Got a big win over Pflugerville Connolly. Mark, you, 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 it was Waco got the win, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. I said <laughs> they Cleburne Waco yeah. got the win. Yeah, their that's second their second win. Yeah. Yes. Played pretty good, well. Good win for the Lions. A- absolutely. Any win right now, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll tell you this. Uh, they took advantage of some opportunities. Cleburne turned the ball over twice inside their own five, mm-hmm. and then snapped the ball out of the back of the end zone on a punt. And and uh, but they had a different look to their offense, and it was effective. They were able to move the football, and it was it's kind of fun to watch. I mean, and look, 
they're not going anywhere. We know that. But you, when you're building, it steps. And if they could find a way to – look, well, you know this. You've coached. If they can find a way to go win a game in Colleen in the season with two consecutive wins – That's huge for the offseason. Going into your offseason – that's huge. Yeah, it's absolutely huge for yeah. your offseason. So it's a big game. I, I, I know it's they're not playing for anything. No, it's but a huge game a, for that program. It is. When they play, they're going to be at Leo Buckley on Friday. Did I say Leo Buckley? Yes, you did. Yes, I did. One of my favorite places on the planet. Leo Buckley Stadium, where they have a terrific, terrific pregame buffet. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Good grief. They do. They really, really do. So we'll be at Leo Buckley. And it is, it's a big game. If, if they can find a way to beat Colleen in that final game, then, you know, they'll have a two-game winning streak. And, they'll, you know, and it'll kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of validate what the work that they've been putting in mm-hmm. and, and then lead them into their offseason. I well, think it's you, huge. It's, it leaves a good taste in your mouth. And sure. Look, it's a big game for both of these programs, for Colleen and for Waco, Agreed. because they're both under new programs with new coaches uh, and you've got to have something to build on, and a win going into your off season is certainly something to build on for your entire program. And that's you know from the juniors, sophomores, and freshmen, everybody involved mm-hmm. has to have something to look at to say, okay, we're going in the right direction. It just changes the whole atmosphere of your off season. So, I I, I think. You know, look, these two teams are not playing for a playoff place, but they're playing for their program to take that next step. And the future of that program. I say it all the time. Who I liken it to somebody going to work. Who wants to go to work, put in 40-plus hours, and then they go, you know what, we'll pay you in a couple of days when you don't get a paycheck. you got to get a paycheck. That paycheck is that win. And the feeling that that win generates for you mm-hmm. uh, as 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 young people. So yeah, I think it's a big game Saturday, uh, Friday rather against Colleen. All right, uh, and, and that's what makes what Kent Lasseter has done over at University so stinking impressive. Is this is his second season, and they've gone from zero to five or zero. Uh, yeah, they're at five <laughs> wins right now. Uh, and looked, I mean, this team's playoff bound, and I, I could see this team playing a while. I mean, they're, they're playing that well, mm-hmm. so. And heck, who would have ever thought that you would have been after an zero and ten season a year ago that you're lining up Friday night at home to play for a district title? Pretty impressive. I, I don't think anybody saw that. No, nobody saw that. No. And look, we said it before too. They did. This, this is a program as well that's coming off owning the state's longest losing streak, and we're not very far removed from that nope. either. It's a huge turnaround what they've been able to do, just changing the attitude and everything that they do over at University. No question. Coach of the year? I think so. Well, you heard uh, Friday, you heard, uh, well, you weren't here. Uh, 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 Greg Tepper was talking about uh, talking about just that. He he mentioned Kent Lasseter and his name in the conversation for Coach of the Year. Archie's going to bring me a bottle of water. Thanks, Archie. Uh, <laughs> so... Archie's our janitor. Uh, he does a great job on all that stuff. So finish finish up your high school football coverage. And then so Mart also improved to 9-0 with their win over Dawson. Lexington improved to 9-0 over their win at Rogers. Marlin got the win over Rosebud Lott. Uh, Grandview got the win over Whitney on the road to bounce back from that. West loss, Gatesville big over Robinson. Franklin dominated Cameron Yo. 
we. I did yeah. not see that one. I thought nope. they'd win, but I thought that that would be a knockdown, drag-out district matchup. Mm, Franklin's just mm, a machine. No, boy, they are. They are. Wow. Then Little River Academy got the win at Rockdale. Then Shoemaker got the win over Colleen High. So the results, Tom and Ward, both of you went 9-1 and one last week. Phenomenal job, gentlemen. Then Aaron and I went 8-2. I told you, Ward. I told you. Mm-hmm. Here's your bone. Yeah, throw your bone. Next yeah. week, next week he'll be two. Yeah. And we'll be four and six. <laughs> mm-hmm. Write it down. And then Aaron and I went eight and two, and then yeah. See, they weren't going to like go four and six. No, 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 absolutely not. No, we, you know, just let you guys feel. A yeah, bit. let's. I'm not going to win this week. Let me fill this out. Yeah, I'll throw see, a second. Here line. comes the results. He's up by twelve games or something <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, Aaron's, games. yeah, Aaron's not Aaron's, ahead of us. Aaron's one game ahead behind him. Yeah. What's the results? Where are we at? So overall, I'm still in first, seventy six and twenty four. Aaron's in second at sixty nine and thirty one. There you go. Tom's in third at sixty eight and thirty two, and then Ward sixty six and thirty four, in last place. Are you surprised at those place. results? No, absolutely. No, when not you, at all. When you fill your sheet out during the scoreboard show, it makes it easy. I wasn't even in no, town. No, you did. Yeah, he does. I That's wasn't what even he in does. town. Him and Aaron in cahoots. Yeah, you don't have to be in town to, you know, oh, yeah. to fill out the results. Yeah, we were on the phone together. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a thing called the, the that app that has all the scores on it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. 759. There you go. That's a look at some of the high school stuff. We'll talk high school football throughout the week. Boy, this is, this is the final week of the regular season. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Speaking of unbelievable, uh, we'll get, no, I don't know why I'm going there. Uh, it is Halloween. Let's uh, let's get to some uh, sports news, some Baylor sports news. John Morse, the voice of the Bears, with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a big win for the football Bears on the road in Lubbock. We'll give you details. Plus, volleyball sweeps past West Virginia in record-setting fashion. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. During Jeep Adventure Days, Alan Samuels in Waco is celebrating with an incredible lineup of 2022 models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. These vehicles bring power to plow through any obstacles or the smooth, peaceful ride you'd expect from a Jeep. Jeep SUVs are also known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep SUV that fits your lifestyle. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football ran their record of 5-3 and three on the season, now 3-2 and two in Big 12 conference play with a big 45-17 win over the Texas Tech Red Raiders in Lubbock on Saturday evening. It was Baylor's first win in Lubbock since September of 1990, Of course, there were 10 years in there when they played at a neutral site, either Dallas or Arlington. 
But on Saturday evening, the Bears got five interceptions on the night, including a pick six from A.J. McCarty. They doubled up Tech in time of possession, and freshman Richard Reese ran for 148 yards and three touchdowns in the victory. After the game, we visited with head coach Dave Aranda. No, I, I uh, appreciate it. Credit goes to the team and the staff. I thought we had a great week of, uh, of prep and focus, and the effort was really good. And it's, it's good to see that uh, transfer over to uh, Saturday. That hasn't necessarily been the case so far this year. Five takeaways, five interceptions. Boy, that's huge for you. Yeah, there's been improvement. You know, I think so much of this year has been, um, you know, guys having to touch the stove for them to believe that it's hot, you know? And it's just all of that can be frustrating for everybody because everyone's trying to get it right. And uh, I think, you know, to go through all of that and to continue to work to be on the same page and just kind of grow as a team, is it's, it's a difficult thing because they're keeping track of wins and losses, you know? And so I'm glad that, uh, you know, we took some growth and uh, we improved today. Dave Aranda following Saturday's 45-17 win over the Red Raiders in Lubbock. Next up, the Bears head to Norman. They'll play OU this Saturday. It'll be a 2 p.m. kickoff Saturday, the game to be televised on ESPN+. Also on Sunday, Baylor Volleyball swept through West Virginia 3-0. They held the Mountaineers to five points in the second set, breaking the record for a lowest opponent point total in a 25-point set. Baylor now 19-4 on the season. They're 8-2 in Big 12 conference play. They'll play in Lubbock against Texas Tech on Wednesday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 806, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your first word in sports. We got a critical question that we're asking this morning, and that is, what is your favorite Halloween candy? And B, are you a, uh, are you a big candy corn guy? And I am shocked, perplexed, disappointed in this room. One of us likes candy corn. The other two do not. Figure that one out. Uh, Do you like candy corn? 
Uh, and, and do you have a favorite Halloween candy? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. And maybe let us know. Are, are you going to an adult Halloween party tonight? It is a Monday. Yeah, I think most of them were over the weekend. Were they? Saturday night was a big night for adult Halloween parties. <laughs> I'm not sure I even want to know what that what that looks like. Uh, <laughs> You've never been to a Halloween party as an adult? No. Mm, no, Halloween is out. Halloween is for No, it's not. <laughs> he t- he no, didn't even let me finish. No, don't need to. No, it's not. It's not for it's not for adults. It is, absolutely is. <sighs> I I don't know. I mean, again, been running with the wrong crowd. Apparently. Now, I did, you know, when our, when the kids were young, I did like to kind of meander through all the other neighborhoods and you know, watch watch them trick or treat. But I that mean, was fun. Yeah, but and now I we always had a party for Blaze and then did the hayride. Well, we would always go into a particular neighborhood, and literally, it happened to be the head football coach's house that we all hunkered down at, and and that was kind of home base. And then you know, meander out into the to the neighborhood and and do that kind of thing. Now we just sit on the front porch. And when they come up on the front porch, I look at them and go, what do you want? No, I, I'm kidding. I don't <laughs> I, I do not do that. <laughs> well, not much. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Uh, you know, they. it's it's kind of fun to see how they're dressed, you know. Mm-hmm. I just showed you a minute ago a little a picture of my little grandson in his, his Halloween costume. Unfortunately, because of rules, he can't wear the mask that goes with it, but. Which for that character is literally Silly. its signature, huh? For that character he's dressed up, that that's his signature. Too, yeah, which I think so. Things. Yeah, but you know, rules got to have those rules. Mm. <sighs> so anyway, uh, but you think you think adult parties is a cool thing at the Halloween? So absolutely. What do you do at an adult party? I mean, I what get. Do you I always the, do at adult parties. <laughs> you just do it in a costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bingo! I, I didn't know if you were bobbing for apples and making no. those. What, what was it? The caramel apple thing? You know, that's on a stick. No, uh. if you're doing that, you're at the wrong adult party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just just curious. Uh, grumpy old fan says that. Um, let's see what he's got for us. Let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, <laughs> he said, I'm surprised Ward could even remember a good adult Halloween party. Wow. <gasps> Holy smokes. Uh, the full-size Hershey bars were the ultimate Halloween candy. Candy corn nasty. Yay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why am I the only one that thinks candy corn is good? Because you're the only one, maybe, in the world that thinks that. Well, it sells like hotcakes. So they can throw it at people. <laughs> it's it's too small to throw. It sits in a little bowl, and, you you know, one has, and then there's some that have, the, like, chocolate on the tip. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of those. I, I like just the, tr- the traditional candy corn. I can't believe people don't like candy corn. It's terrible. 
awful. It's not terrible. It's really, really good. It is. There's nothing good about it. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys beat the Chicago Bears. I, I don't think any of us are surprised by the, the Cowboys winning the football game. They scored a half a hundred, didn't they? Uh, 49, anyway. To me, the start of the football game was what I was impressed with. I mean, they really did come out and they dominated the line of scrimmage and moved up and down the football field. What, three straight possessions that mm-hmm. resulted in touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, do you feel like that, that maybe they took their foot off the gas a little bit? Uh, Yeah, probably. You, I, I think you almost have to. If If that interception from Diggs wouldn't have got negated by the roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. I I don't think Chicago makes it anywhere close. Boy, and I uh, know the rules, but golly, yeah, that was, was that just that was that was not a good call. No, I mean in even, but I mean anytime you you know if you walk past the quarterback, you're going to get called for roughing the passer. It's it just yeah, I mean if you sneeze near him, it, it's going to be a flag. It yeah, just. It's, and I know all those rules are, are meant to to protect the stars, but give me whatever. Let's let them play, play football. football. Let them play football for the love of Pete. But they don't. They just flat don't do it. All right. Uh, you know, there's a lot of conversation about Zeke and Pollard. How do you view Zeke and Pollard and the combination of those two guys at running back? I think the Cowboys are a better football team when both of them are in the game. Well, you know, is Zeke number one and Pollard number two? I I just I think we got one A and, and two A. It's amazing you say that after the game, Mike McCarthy. Definitely. I mean, I, we we look at Tony, you know, as a one and Zeke as a one. I know everybody keeps trying to. I mean, we're very fortunate to have this duo of backs. I mean, and and we. We prepare that way. We scheme that way, and, and you know, and Tony just took the lead spot. Uh, you know, we plan on you know the goal is to get him around twenty carries was, was what, I, what I was looking looking for. Um, and and frankly, if the game would have gone a different direction, he could have gone to thirty. You know, I mean, that's just you know the outlook as you prepare to play an opponent each and every week. But yeah, Tony's a, a very disciplined runner, and, and he's got the home run speed. I mean, his ability to run in, inside of tackles, but then he gets on the perimeter. He's dangerous because he breaks tackles and he can finish the run. So um, I thought Tony Pollard played the way he always does. You know, he just had more opportunities today. Now, Ward, the uh, Cowboys do have some guys that are kind of nicked up, and and uh, there were several that just flat didn't play uh, this this past Sunday against the Bears. And you got an open date this week and an opportunity to – to get well, and when you look at the standings, the Eagles have separated themselves, I guess, with a uh, with another win. Uh, but the Cowboys technically have leapfrogged the Giants in the standings because they have the same record, and Dallas holds the tiebreak right now. They beat the Giants, so uh, when you look at the NFC East, it, it, the NFC East is clearly the best division in in, uh, in football, and, and really, it's the best division in all of professional football. When you when you look at the competitive balance, because your last place team is four and four in Washington, and they're playing pretty darn good, so everybody in the division is playing outstanding, is playing good football. Mm-hmm. And Cowboys, if, if I would have told you in the at halftime of the Tampa Bay game the way they were struggling, and then well maybe maybe after Dak's injury, if I'd have said to you, look. Dak's going to miss several weeks. 
you're playing in the toughest division in football, and you're going to be six and two. Wouldn't you have taken that in a blink? Sure, absolutely, you would have. And that's where you sit right now, six and two, going to your break. So good stuff for the Cowboys. All right, uh, eight fifteen. Back to our CNC Collision Center text line. Ah, disappointed in Corey. Totally disappointed in his answer. He says. Uh, it sells for decorations, not for taste. Candy corn is horrible. Bingo. However. No, there's no however. Yes, there <laughs> is. Robert on our CNC Collision Center text line says candy corn is great. Mm. All right. We're, we're, he stayed at the adult party too late last <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, Stephanie is drifting in and. She's uh she's already laughing and we haven't even done anything yet. Well, do I beg your pardon? I'm just happy to see y'all. Uh, well, you should be. Uh, are you a candy corn person? Do you like candy corn? Absolutely not. It is disgusting. Hmm. Gross. We're just going to move on. <laughs> just move on. It's eight fifteen. Coming up next. I don't know. No candy corn. Uh, clearly not. Hey, on uh, As we welcome into the program from the Ranger Radio team, Jared Sandler. It's always a, a great sign when you get the guy you want. That's, you know, what happened here. The Rangers targeted Bruce Bochy. I think fair to say the minute that they parted ways with Chris Woodward, Bruce Bochy was the, the apple in their eye. You know, after three years off, can he still manage at the same level he did? Well, that remains to be seen. But this is a pretty significant hire for the Rangers. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. Universal WindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food. The owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. 
We offer a full selection of new Toyota models. Have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. All right, 819, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We have talked about a lot of important stuff. We've (laughs) talked about Baylor's win over Texas Tech, the Cowboys' win over the Chicago Bears. Uh, We've talked about uh, high school football, and, of course, we've talked about just how delicious and nutritious candy corn is for you. Absolutely is not. That is so awful. This is from the 254. 100 grand bar is the best Halloween. I don't know what that is. It's like chocolate with like Rice Krispie and caramel. Mm-hmm. It's good. All right. It's, yeah, it's all right. But. I mean, it's not my go-to candy bar. Well, the texture goes on to say candy corn is great. Well, to- there you go. Totally means Halloween is here. Didn't say he eats it. He didn't. <laughs> he says it's totally great <laughs> as a decoration. Or hang on, let me let me let me correct myself. Or she, because I don't know. Who sent the text from the 254? It could be a he. It could be a she. This person says, candy corn is great. Totally means Halloween is here. Just put out a pumpkin. We have pumpkins out. Just put a pumpkin out, not the candy corn. That stuff's nasty. All right. (laughs) Say that one more time. (laughs) Nasty. (laughs) Thank you. What do you got for us? Well, um, I'm taking you across the ocean again. 100 miles or more. (laughs) To the UK. And they have hen racing. Which hens are chickens, right? They're girls. Last time I checked. (laughs) So, it happens the first Saturday in August every year. It's fun for the whole family. Oh, sure. It is. And you have these chickens on the line, or these hens, and you... uh, it's 20 meters. What's 20 meters? Like 20 feet? Two feet? I don't know. I'm not a meter person. Anyways. <laughs> it's probably it, about 32 yards or more. something like that. Yeah. 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 So they get on the line and. Not 20 feet, by the way. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so you try to get your hen to the finish line. And they say that they, there's no, they're, that they're clucking. They say that they cluck. I don't know what that means. Cluck, cluck. Anyways, but you get into the... Wait a minute. The, what? Back up. <laughs> cluck, cluck. You don't know what that means? Clucking. That, like they're they're talking, right? That's when they're scratching the ground. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was their beaks going cluck, cluck. Don't look at me like that. I don't know. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they entice them down the course with mealworm, mealworms corn, and lots of encouragement. Now, what is a mealworm? That's what I want to know. I think it's a worm out of the ground. And they just call it a meal? <laughs> is that what it is? It, no, they don't just call it a meal to make it a mealworm. Tom doesn't know what it is. I don't know. It's got to be a worm. Do you even know what it is? Do you even know what it is? Anyways, there's It probably no, comes from a meal. That, thank you. That's what I was trying They're to say. They're larvae. Larvae? Yes. Is that like maggots? 
Pretty much, yeah. Oh, God. Ugh. And you eat hens. <laughs> I don't eat hens. I just eat real eggs. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, are we going What's back to the real egg you thing again? They taste different than the store-bought eggs. I call them real. All eggs are real. And they do There's, not taste different. They do. They have a different taste to them. Flavor. That's a, They're flavorable. You don't even need salt and pepper on them. Anyways, that's what I have for you coming from the UK, hen racing. It's a big deal over there. Yeah, I'm sure it it's is. It's fun for the whole family. I'm sure it it's is. It's a big deal? Well. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 65 feet equals 20 meters. See, I was and that's right. Th- that's, that's about th- 32 yards, right? Mm-hmm. See, I was dead on. 65 feet. Well, I said 20 feet. I was close. I was close. Anyways, there you go. That's what you have for your lovely Monday. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Y'all are looking hen at me. Hen racing. Hen racing. <laughs> grumpy old Oh, here goes Grumpy. What's Grumpy got to he say today? He wants to know how they get the saddles on those hens. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have saddles on the hens, Grumpy. <laughs> uh, with that, we say go sell something. Okay, Bob. A24, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, glad to have you with us as we uh, roll along. Uh Anything else in college football jump off the page at you? Other than I, I, I the I, Aggies are awful. That, what? But they didn't play horrible Saturday night. They just didn't play well enough to win. That's a good. No, that's a didn't. good Ole Miss team. Yeah, you're and right. And they hung in there and they fought with them. But this is not what. No, A and M. It's not what they signed up for, fans. This is not what they signed up for. Jimbo Fisher. No, three and five. Is that is that right? Three and five. They they did start their true freshman quarterback on Saturday too, and he showed flashes of potential. I mean, he he played fairly well for his first college start in a night game against a ranked team. But they were at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, And you're right. I don't think they signed up for three and five. And it doesn't get any easier. I mean, look at what A&M has laying in front of them. They're on a four-game slide. They've got Florida next. And that's at home, which gives them, should give them a little bit of an advantage, but it didn't Saturday. Um, then come they, on now, Florida's not Ole Miss. And- they're, they're, they're not, but they're a good football team. I mean, this is not going to be easy for A&M. Then they go to Auburn. They're horrible. Yeah, they they're not good. UMass should win that one. Should. And then they finish hosting LSU. Now, if they get one win out of that, oof. They if, better get more than one out of they, that. If they can get two out of that, I mean, are you going to be okay? I don't think they get more than two out of that. They got to beat Auburn. They got to beat UMass. You got to. They don't have to beat anybody. But no. I mean, really, I think they have a chance to beat Florida at home. I think they have a chance to beat Auburn on the road. Mm-hmm. And I think, and obviously, UMass. And, UMass is a win. So you get to you get to six. But come on now. Is six and six what what you signed up for? No. No. No, absolutely not. I, I don't 
I'm not sure they beat Florida. Well, they I may mean, not, but I'm saying Florida's got the same record as they do in conference. They got one more win than A&M right now. But I mean, in all honesty, they probably should. Auburn. I'm telling you, man, I, I watched a little bit of Auburn the other day. Good gracious. What has happened there? I don't know. Uh, you know, they're on a four-game slide, too. They lost to Arkansas, Mississippi, Georgia, and LSU, which, look. So? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that are going to do that. So that, that, that doesn't tell me a whole lot of the schedules. I mean, the four-game losing streak for – for the Aggies is Mississippi State, Alabama, South Carolina, and Mississippi. You know, two of those teams are ranked. They did beat Arkansas, which Auburn just lost to. I, I don't know. I mean, I think they can if they can get two wins out of that, and it's not what you want, but I think you you take it and run and head to the offseason and go, now what? Let's get this figured out fast. Mm-hmm. Because you can't you can't do that again. You can't do you can't do this again next year. You can't. What is that buyout? Eighty five million? Yeah, it's somewhere in that neighborhood, kids. Woohoo. <sighs> All right. Would I, you be shocked if it got bought out? Yes. Okay. Yes. Absolutely I would. Cause then you gotta write a check to the next guy for more. And you just do. I mean, so, you know, they've kind of raised the bar thinking that this was going to be a long-term deal, and it probably is going to be a long-term deal. They've just got to get it figured out. They they have to get it figured out. I think there's going to be pressure on Jimbo to hire an offensive coordinator, don't you? Probably. I mean, not in title. I'm talking about here's the range to the offense. This is what I want you to do. You go do it, though. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about Jimbo play calling, offensive schemes, and all that kind of stuff. I think that's you know there's a lot of conversation going on there now. Whether it's fair, unfair, who cares? You know, in nowadays, in the way things go with with everybody being a reporter and social media and all that good stuff, if, if that's the conversation, if that's their narrative, then that's the facts. Whether it's fair or unfair. Well, and the other thing about the buyout, I mean, if you're going to eat that sour egg, who do you replace him with? Bingo. I mean, who's out there that you want? Yeah. That's available. Well, aren't they all available for the right money? Yeah, but I mean, in all honesty, probably so. But still, uh, unless, you know, you... Go break the bank again, which I don't think that's going to happen again. I mean, there's a handful out there. Matt Rule is one, but I mean, there's just not a there's not an abundance of coaches sitting there going, "Okay, we've got to have that guy." And, and not no disrespect to anybody. No dis- and I know we're up against the clock. No no disrespect to Matt Rule, but does Matt Rule wow you as an Aggie fan? Coming mm. off a guy, he, you know, does he wow you? No. Okay, that's, that's all I'm asking. I, I think Matt Rule's probably going to get that Nebraska job. He's a good football coach. Mm-hmm. 
but does he wow you? He, if you're A&M, you go, holy smokes, that's our guy. Um, yes, in a way, because I think he's a very good college football coach, and there's a difference. I don't think the NFL won. That was a bad place for him to go. I don't know who might have been able to write that ship that was totally sinking. It, but look at his college resume. Yeah, he wows me. I, I think any college would, would jump on taking him. You, you don't look at what he did at, at for the Panthers. You just don't. Alumni fan base, that kind of stuff, does he wow you? Because I think if you're selling that to them, mm-hmm. that's not a wow hire. It's a good hire. He's a good hire. He's going to be a good football coach, college football coach, wherever he goes. I think. Mm-hmm. I think he and I think he can, you know, formulate a staff that's going to be very successful. Mm-hmm. But as a fan, and you're you're coming off all this other stuff, yeah, I I just don't know. Hey, we're, we're uh, we'll get to those later. Eight thirty-two. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us, and Ryan as well. And we're going to come right back and talk to uh, Matt Walters from uh, the Kansas State broadcast team. Boy, their uh, their football team had a a monster win on Saturday over Oklahoma State. We'll get to that in just a minute. We are uh, brought to you by Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive, locally owned, independent pharmacy, your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and pharmaceutical needs. They offer free delivery to your home or to your office. Hey, look, they uh, they give you several ways to, to do this thing. You can go through the drive-thru, you can go inside, you can go up to the walk-up window, or you can just park and they'll bring it out to you. They, I mean, they offer it all to you. Now, if you're in the drive through line and maybe you're number three or number four in line, they're going to send somebody out to talk to you and, and get you set up and get you fixed up so you're not waiting. It's it's about service with Circle Drug. And, again, they offer all the vaccines that uh, that you can get right there at Circle Drug. And, and I'm telling you, that's where I did all mine uh, at Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. Their store hours conducive for you i mean they are set up for you because they know what your situation is they're open monday through friday not until five but until six nine to six they're open on saturdays a half a day not until noon or one but until two o'clock because they know hey you're working a half day you need some time to get by there and they're they're gonna they're they're there till two they give up part of their weekend so you uh, can uh, can get by there and get your stuff taken care of. It's Circle Drug. Here's the phone number if you want to have uh, your doctor next time you go to the doctor and you need a pharma, uh, you need a uh, prescription. Have them call it into Circle Drug six six two zero seven seven four. That's six six two zero seven seven four. It's Circle Drug. Back on the road in Big Twelve play this week as the Bears take on the Oklahoma Sooners in Norman. High noon for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Two p.m. kickoff. Join J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for every play all season long. Bears, Sooners, this Saturday from Norman, here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Tony Pollard led the Cowboys with 131 yards on 14 carries and three touchdowns in a 49-29 win over Chicago. That improves the Cowboys' record to 6-2. The Texans, meanwhile, dropped a 17-10 decision to Tennessee to fall to 1-5-1. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Cleveland hosts Cincinnati. Georgia still tops the AP College Football Top 25, while Tennessee has tied Ohio State for number two. Michigan and Clemson finish off the top five. The World Series continues tonight with Game 3 in Philadelphia. Lance McCullers is scheduled to start for the Astros against the Phillies' Noah Syndergaard. The series is tied at one game each. In the NBA last night, the Mavericks beat Orlando 114-105. San Antonio topped Minnesota 107-98, and the Rockets dropped a 124-109 decision to Phoenix. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. All right, day 37. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's welcome in from the uh, Kansas State broadcast team, Matt Walters. Matt, good morning. How are we this morning? Doing good, Mr. Barfield. May I ask you a quick question? Certainly. And then I'm going to ask you a can quick get, question. Right. Can I get a Mark Panther update? They are rolling. They are uh, 9-0, and uh, number one in the state, and uh, just come off of a game against an undefeated team uh, last week and won 54 to nothing, something like that. So uh, Ooh, okay. they're, they're cooking. I know you're a big Mark Hope Panther it. fan. Yeah, hoping I can maybe see them in a couple weeks. Well, there you go. Uh, we, we may be able to hook you up on that deal. Uh, let's see. Uh, and I just my first thought to you is, I know you're a family man, but what do you think about a guy that puts up his Christmas tree before Halloween? No, absolutely not. Well, that is the, what, that is unsportsmanlike conduct, and that <laughs> is a personal foul as well. <laughs> That's targeting, isn't it? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so my, my my guy right here, Ward White, uh, he's got the Christmas tree up, and they were, he was singing Jingle Bells the other day. So I don't know, man. Little little deer. Uh, yeah. So that does that mean he takes it down after Valentine's Day? Well, you know, I'm no New Year's Day. It comes down New Year's Day. There you go. So he's got some steadfast rules that he that he that he goes by. But I'm telling you, I've never seen anybody love Christmas like 
like Ward White's. All right, uh, come on. <laughs> what happened? Talk to me. Forty-eight to nothing. What? I mean, this was just total domination. Well, as a great man once said, that was a woodshed game. Uh, it, you know, K State just got got rolling the right way. To me, Spencer Sanders didn't look right. Um, Will Howard is playing lights out for Kansas State. You've got Deuce Vaughn. Uh, you know, K State just played a, a complete game, all all aspects: but, uh, offense, defense, special teams. You know, they utilized a new a new kicker, but a, a veteran kicker because Tyson would just been the punter. Um, I think K State had a great week of practice, and there there are days when everything goes right, and there are days where everything goes wrong, and everything went right for the Cats, and everything went wrong for Oklahoma State. What does Howard bring to the table for this Wildcat football team? Well, I think he, he caught a glimpse of it two weeks ago at TCU, and then last week, or uh, you know, two days ago, um, he, he's incredibly intelligent. Uh, he is, he's a good size lad. He's hard to bring down when he runs. He's got a better arm than people realize. I think the biggest thing guys, at least in, in my perspective of watching Will Howard grow is just that he's that much deeper in the program as a quarterback. Again, he's incredibly intelligent. He's not, he's not Tom Barfield. He's not Lark Smith. Uh, he's got, he's just got a little bit of football acumen up there and as he told me after the game on saturday he said you know the old adage is true it it's just slowing down for me uh he knows where he can go with it he's getting through his progression he's finding open guys and he's just he's just playing well and and you need guys that step up and adrian martinez who's been playing really well is is out with an injury right now and will howard is is doing his part to make things very interesting and um, and helping Kansas State, you know, win and do what they did on Saturday. It's more than a little interesting. I mean, uh, where does this thing go when Martinez is available? That's the great. I mean, that's the million dollar question. Uh, you know, if I think a lot of it depends on on what happens this week because K State's goal was to redshirt Will Howard. Well, he's two games in. Okay, let's say Martinez is unable to go come Saturday and Kansas State winds up beating Texas. Well, then, again, you have cleared out some space um, between second place and the rest of the field. Now, obviously, it depends on what happens with Oklahoma State because they have just a couple losses. But uh, to me, uh, and I'm I'm not the head coach, obviously, but to me, I don't know that you mess with it. I think Will Howard and you know, you keep trucking. So that's something that Chris Kleiman is going to be answering today during the teleconference, and then he'll answer it again tomorrow. But if K-State winds up beating Bevo on Saturday, I don't know that you touch it. I think you leave it alone. With this defense able to hold Oklahoma State's offense down completely, are they doing something different than they did earlier in the season, or is it just coming together for this defense? Keep in mind, K-State didn't have its best linebacker on Saturday. Daniel Green was in civvies on the sidelines and didn't play. Uh, one thing K-State did against Oklahoma State was really uh, enhance the drops from the linebackers. Um, that was something that, that caused them some problems against TCU. So that I would say that was the biggest change you know, from the TCU game to last week. Guys, overall, there's nothing different in terms of ingredients in the recipe. 
Uh, I think K State tackled well. I mean, they they just did everything right. K State secondary is is pretty good. Again, they're not the biggest. They do have Julius Brantz, who's a six three corner, and will you know knock your head off. But uh, just everybody did the right thing. They were dialed in. Uh, Oklahoma State does not run it very well, which limited. Uh, their ability to do things, uh, you know, they barely made it inside K-State's 40-yard line in the ball game. I mean, they were just Oklahoma State was just confounded as to what to do, and, and Kansas State's defense played lights out. Visiting with Matt Walters from the uh, from the uh, Kansas State broadcast team after the uh, 48 to nothing uh, win over the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Matt, on Saturday, three of the four teams that went on the road one. The only home team to win was your your Cats. Uh, what do you make of this conference? Because it, we talked about it this morning. From from day to day, week to week, the, the competitive balance up and down this conference is unbelievable. It, it really does make it fun because you there's no freebies on the schedule anymore. Yep, that's right. Top to bottom, it's as squeezed together as it has been. Uh, if you blink, you get a right cross. Uh, across the cheek. If you blink again, you get a left cross across the left cheek. And then if you blink again, you get it right between the eyes. You just, you have to be uh, on your A game when you get to, to Saturday, you know, uh, you know, KU is, is, is playing much better football. Oklahoma is down. Um, you know, you still have very good football in this conference, obviously, but, it's just it is every Saturday is you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Forty eight hours ago was proof positive. Nobody saw K State taking Oklahoma State to the woodshed like that um, and pitching a shutout, which is K State's second of the year. So you just it's day by day, as coaches say. And boy, howdy, when you get to when you get to Saturday, you just you've got to play your best football because anybody can beat you. What does it say about the ability of this team to bounce back from that week ago to Saturday and how they were able to play on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, that's, that to me, that really speaks volumes, guys. That shows uh, some character. It shows some class because of how things unfolded at TCU. You know, I spent more time looking to the tunnel than I did looking at what was going on between the white lines down in Fort Worth, uh, you know, a week and a half ago. and. That just, again, that proves the fact that, you know, if you if you don't mind your P's and Q's and, you know, the, the guys on the other side of the field are and they get a little bit of momentum, um, you know, you could be in trouble. I mean, when K-State jumped out in front of TCU 28-10, to 10, I looked up at the scoreboard in the southeast corner and, and to myself I said, there's still too much time because TCU just came from behind against Oklahoma State and you know K-State built a huge lead uh, against Oklahoma State and I can tell you the first thing that Chris Kleiman said to me when he came out of the tunnel at halftime was Matt those guys aren't going to quit we've got 30 more minutes and we're going to have to play really good football here in the second half and you know K-State did that he just it's this is a program that prides itself on, on just that on having character having class doing things the right way and it just it paid off for him uh, exponentially uh, in that ball game on Saturday. Ward mentioned putting the uh, the TCU game behind you. Isn't it? Isn't it the same thing this week? You got to put the Oklahoma oh, State yeah. win behind you and get ready for Texas. Yeah, because I, I, to be honest, guys, I think when K State lost to Texas last year, that that kind of messed up where they were going bowl wise, and 
Uh, I think that one still provides a little bit of uh, acid reflux to the Wildcats. Um, you know, Texas is is always big. Texas is always athletic. Uh, Texas has tremendous athletes up and down the roster. Texas isn't always the most mentally tough team in the world. Um, but, you know, beating Texas is still uh, very difficult at times. And when you talk about Robinson and Johnson, in the backfield and, you know, worthy out on the edge. I mean, Texas has all sorts of weapons. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you go by the 24 hour rule, enjoy it, uh, enjoy it a whole heck of a lot. And then tuck that baby away because Texas brings its own set of challenges, uh, to Manhattan this Saturday night. Matt, thanks. We appreciate your time. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks when, uh, when, when you guys are in Waco to take on the bears. Always good to hook up with my boys. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. That's Matt Walters, the uh, sideline reporter for the Kansas State Wildcats. Again, Ward, 48 to nothing. And, and it was just, I watched the game, and I just couldn't turn it off and go to another game because I was just amazed at just just how dominant. Oh, they dominated them. I mean, it, it, you're like, who's wearing that orange uniform? Because it's certainly not Oklahoma State. Uh, they, I mean, you kind of had that feeling. Yeah, it was it was pitiful. You almost <laughs> felt sorry for them. <laughs> almost. <laughs> All right, eight forty eight. We're a dozen minutes away, and again, it just it, I think that that game just kind of typifies this league this year. You just don't know day to day and uh, what's going to happen in this league. And to me, it makes it fun. I mean, when you know, okay, th- this half is going to beat this half, and and, and you know. And the only time the other half gets a win is when they play each other. It's no fun. Right now, this league is fun. It's fun to watch. Now, it may cost you nationally because it's so good, but I'm sorry. This is a this is a good league, and this this may be as this may be as deep a league as there is. I mean, it really is that good. It's fun to watch. All right, we're brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. Hey, look, if you want to call in your order, you can do so at 753-1603. It's the best burger in town. You got that secret seasoning that they put on it. Uh, It's cooked right there on a flat top grill right in front of you. I like to sit at the bar and watch them prepare my burger. I mean, it's it's kind of a, kind of a cool deal, and, and it's going to be prepared just the way you like it. I mean, whatever you want on it or what what you don't want on it, they're going to do for you. All the ingredients are fresh. Everything's made right there that day, and uh, that that minute that you order it is when the process begins. And I like to hear them start yelling things like two down" and you know all that kind of stuff. And of course, they got all the other. Things that go with a great burger, fries, curly fries, tots, and, uh, and all that stuff. It's all right there at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Great place for lunch today or any day. You can check them out at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. And again, uh, if you want to call in your order, you can do so at 753 and Go through the drive through if you so choose. I'm going in to talk football with David and Perry and all the staff there at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. It's a great sports conversation with your meal. Check them out today at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. 
recently on the John Moore Show. Brian Jensen, the great voice of the Texas Tech Red Raiders for football. Well, you're going to get to experience the, the <laughs> night game on a Halloween weekend. <laughs> Love it. Everything that goes with it. And then uh, having Patrick Mahomes there. And from what I understand, with the new INL rule, uh, NLI rules, he's, he's still got eligibility. So we're hoping to suit up. Tune into the voice know. of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand new loafers? but no socks. Then he crosses his legs right across from you and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com slash steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Tony Pollard led the Cowboys with 131 yards on 14 carries and three touchdowns in a 49-29 win over Chicago. That improves the Cowboys' record to six and two. The Texans, meanwhile, dropped a 17-10 decision to Tennessee to fall to one five and one. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Cleveland hosts Cincinnati. Georgia still tops the AP College Football Top 25, while Tennessee has tied Ohio State for number two. Michigan and Clemson finish off the top five. The World Series continues tonight with Game 3 in Philadelphia. Lance McCullers is scheduled to start for the Astros against the Phillies' Noah Syndergaard. The series is tied at one game each. In the NBA last night, the Mavericks beat Orlando 114-105. San Antonio top Minnesota 107-98. And the Rockets dropped a 124-109 decision to Phoenix. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time. Weekday 7 to 9 is your first word in local sports. Brass monkey, that monkey monkey. Brass monkey chunky. All right, day 54, six away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, top 25 came out on Sunday. Anything earth-shattering? I don't think so. Other than Tennessee should probably be number one, in my opinion. Well, they're tied for second. 
Yeah, well, again, Tennessee should be number one in my opinion. But does it really matter? No. As long as they're in the top four, right? I mean, what matters comes out tomorrow at six. Yeah, you're right. You are exactly right. Where do you think Tennessee will be? Number two. Where do you think Tennessee will be? Two. Behind Georgia? Mm-hmm. Where's Ohio State? Three. Really? Huh. It'll be interesting. Uh, quickly, uh, zip through and tell us where the uh, Big 12 teams happen to be located in the uh, top 25. So only one Big 12 team in the top 10, and that will be TCU staying put at number seven after their win last week, so they improved to 8-0. and And then at, between Kansas State, Kansas State uh, leapt up nine spots to number 13 from 22. Oklahoma State dropped nine spots from 9 to 18. And then uh, as far as the Big 12 is concerned, that's it. All right. Uh, Baylor, I know it, I did see where Baylor was starting to receive votes again in the uh, AP yes, Top 25. Baylor, so. Baylor has nine. Texas has 58. So, and then Baylor's next with nine. All right. Texas wins against Kansas State. They'll probably be back in the top 25. So Sure they will. We'll see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Boy, as he said with so much Big 12 pride. <laughs> All right. John Morris is coming up at three. He'll have a lot of the audio from the, or maybe even all of it, from the uh, Dave Aranda press conference that's coming up today at uh, 1130. And then uh, Matt Mosley's here at four. We will be back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day for Ward and for Ryan. Happy Halloween. I'm Tom. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.